You know how you like in Ghost every so often come across someone who had like been burned at a pike? Yeah. Or, totally. or like shot with arrows or whatever? I say go for it, Pokemon. I say let's yeah, give get me the dead like, vampy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me, give me the, all the vampy uh, with their tusks removed. Oh. <laughs> Robert and I catch up briefly sometimes in Overwatch, but like, you know. I know, well, because we've had. Uh, we haven't had like a full lads session. We haven't in a while. In a while. I feel mm-hmm. like we're we're at a crossroads with our multiplayer here where it's like yeah. Overwatch duo, Fortnite duo. Totally. And then we got to find something. What do you want to play, Jack? Well, I'm totally down <laughs> to play Fortnite. I was planning on joining it just um, for Thursday for a year yeah. before night, I know you couldn't come, you know, but was and then I was gonna try to do it yesterday, but I just ran out of time. Was the was the last time that we all played together when we streamed? Probably. Oh my god, no way. Like I'm I wanna be clear, I'm still totally down to play Fortnite as yeah. a trio and everything. I just haven't been playing solo at all. And if it's just Robert, I'm like, well, would you like to play Overwatch? Because sure, yeah. I would love to play Overwatch. I haven't been playing I'm, solo either. Yeah. I'm definitely down to play Overwatch with you guys okay. next time the three of us together. I think the last two times we played Fortnite, it's been a it's been a quick session. It's been like 45 no, yeah. minutes, hour tops. And then it always ends with a, you want to go farm? That's really, that. that's the real dichotomy. I am down to play Fortnite. The real dichotomy is that I'm not down to play RuneScape. You're not always down to play Overwatch. Yeah. So that's the real, I, the pairings. I, I want to um, address something because if you, because it's totally, and, and it's, uh, it's not negative against anyone, but it's, it's just this feeling. And if you're listening to this, actually, you know what, let's, let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, this is welcome to the lads of game podcast. I'm lad Robert. I'm lad Jack. <laughs> I'm lad confused. Yeah, can, you, can you do that? And, can and you break I, up the chit chat? I, it, cause this is partially chit chat cause it's not about the game. Okay. But I, cause I feel like if you're listening to this, it's probably been a long time since you've heard from us. <laughs> yes. yes. We we've been we've been silent on the socials. We've been we have not released a new podcast in a long time. There's there's a variety of reasons. I feel like I Robert's like, about to put us on blast. No, 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 I'm no, no. Really no. scared as to where. <laughs> no, 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 I promise. <laughs> Both barrels. I, I promise. To the I, temple. It's, it's more. It's more of a transition. <laughs> Look at the flowers. I will say part of it. We're we're busy. Like are mm-hmm. various levels of busy. We got other stuff going on. That that happens. Um, but, uh, and, and to be clear, you know, we, although we're maybe not as active on social, we're still keeping the trains rolling. We're still playing our games. We're mm-hmm. building content. It's just coming a little bit slower, but I really feel like for me, I had the wind knocked out of me by this game that we're about to talk about mm-hmm. today. Completely. I, I feel like it drained not only my energy of the game itself, but of like all games. Allow me to just, <laughs> allow me to just. Uh, open with this. I mean, without mentioning the games, the game because that we're here to famously until we say it on it is. Yeah. Well, until the Oracle reveals right. it. Don't yes. look at. Hopefully, you press press play and didn't look at the. Title. That's how I listen to podcasts. Is I just I just <laughs> press, I just, <laughs> just close your eyes. Yeah. I hold my thumb Push. over the top bar of, the, of Spotify right. and then press the play button with my left hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's podcast roulette. Um, yeah. I, so with the game that we are here to talk about today, completely yeah. agree. Um, and I, I ran into trouble where I, I thought I was going to finish it. I was like, I made a mental commitment to finish. And then I found myself not playing it because I didn't mm. want to. But yeah. I was still mentally like, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. I'm going to do this. So it kind of got dragged out longer than it should have. 
Um, and I think it's such an interesting comparison because with our next game, I finished it in a week. Yeah, you really same, did. same work schedule, same level of busyness. Yep. It's just amazing what a game you want to play. Right, you make time. Uh, will do for you. Um, I felt I felt like as we were playing the game we're about to talk about, I felt like I never wanted to play it except maybe the, like the first session. Right. And then I felt guilty every time I wasn't playing or I yeah. wasn't playing it and doing something yeah. else. But it, it really like it really sucked out the fun yeah. of gaming for me for like a moment where I was yeah. like, oh God, like what's it? What's I just it really was like, will I ever use my switch again? <laughs> when I really, I was just like, this is so, I, I would literally put in an hour on this game and then I would put it down and I'd be like, I'm done. I put it down mm-hmm. and I would like go play overwatch or right. like, and this thing too is like, it wasn't like, I was like, I'm just having a moment where I don't want to play video games right now. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes you go through those phases where you're like, I yeah. don't want to really be playing. So I just like want to watch something. I mean, obviously we get paid millions of dollars to do this. So yeah, it's like right. work, but sure. you know, yes. Um, sometimes you go through those phases, but it wasn't that I was like totally conked out on video games. I was just like, I just don't want to play this. Yeah. It, and I, I feel bad because I really felt like I was my I was just being like dragged, kicking and screaming, and it never that never went away. And I hate that energy. Yeah, well, totally. but. I, I think that and we can get into this. I think that this game maybe has taught us a valuable lesson about like going with our our gut instincts on yeah. something. Because mm-hmm. I don't think any of us, even me, we're really we're into really because this game came out and per our schedule, it wasn't a day one play because we were going to play it together. Um, we, we we chose Ragnarok in favor, we, and we, we chose, chose correctly. Yeah. We did choose correctly. Maybe we chose not, Ragnarok because I feel like it made. It worse. I feel well, like I almost is, would have rather It done. is funny because we were trying to choose between those two for like topicality's sake. And right. then it was like, probably if we did Pokemon first, that would have been more topical and explosive, but we would have been miserable because <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't have been playing Ragnarok. But, you know. Also, spoiler alert, we're, we, we're playing Pokemon. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I completely agree, though. I Just bleep that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also, um, I noticed, though, as it came out and the initial like weeks excitement on Twitter of like, oh, the new, the new game's out. Um, and like a lot of my students are into it and like, we're talking to me about it. And I kept saying like, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to play. It's going to be great. And I just like realized like even before starting, I never really got excited yeah. to play it just based on what I had seen. And I think that tells us a lot about like where the state of this franchise is in terms of, mm-hmm. of our collective desire to engage with it. Um, was was anyone doing anything or playing any games while we were supposed to be playing Pokemon Overwatch, <laughs> yeah. or anything like that? I literally Overwatch and farming. I literally watched my gameplay on Pokemon get doubled, tripled, I think almost quadrupled, if not more than quadrupled as I was playing Overwatch simultaneously. Where it was like I started Pokemon first, mm-hmm. then got into Overwatch and then literally was like, Okay, so I've put five hours into Pokemon. Okay, I've put five hours into Overwatch. Okay, now I still have five hours of Pokemon, but 10 hours of Overwatch. <laughs> okay, now 20 hours, 30. Yeah. Okay, now I have 10 hours of Pokemon, but 40 hours of Overwatch. Right. Like it just was like exponential. And it, yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate because it's kind of what you were saying about um, during our um, year in re- like year interview forward thing where you're like, you fell kind of in love with Fortnite again. It was mm-hmm. really hard because I feel like I really fell head over heels for Overwatch 2, like at the same time we were supposed to be playing Pokemon. So it was like mm-hmm. high low of like, 
I'm so obsessed with this game right now. God, I hate this game, yeah. but I have to try to play both, you know, yeah. and like prioritize it. Like, I, I got I got back into RuneScape, I feel like, yeah. because of this game, because I was mm-hmm. just like looking for something to do. And I, I have a I have a tough time playing. I've I've talked about this a lot, but I can't I usually can't do like two single player games at the same time and yep. two multiplayer games mm. at the same time in like earnest i feel like i but a single and a multiplayer yeah is like, like that's, I, yeah that's totally fine so i was like i was like oh god i can't be doing this while playing pokemon but i got right back into runescape again yeah Old same habits i started hard. uh i took an apprentice <laughs> apprenticeship under robert for farming <laughs> yes. um, he's he's been teaching me how wow. to sow seeds and grow trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that and yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's we, been we wake up at 4 a.m every morning yeah with the sun the, yeah yeah head out to the Take virtual your calloused hands right. <laughs> been lobbying for the government to keep daylight savings time <laughs> yes my, oh my. that's you guys yeah that's us <laughs> our hands look like this so your hands jack can, can look, look like, like what yeah. <laughs> nothing Just think of your local farmers every time you buy produce <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly sure. if you're if you're buying a bunch of weeds and uh <laughs> from me then uh yeah. Anyway, so we so we got back into farming, but um, otherwise, I guess we're here today. Um, I guess it's it's a very special episode, in a way that it's a reunion <laughs> episode and of it's sorts. A, it's a very special episode in the sense that, like, I, I don't really want to do this episode. I want to talk to you guys. Yes. I, I have little interest in talking about this game. I'm, I'm, I'm dreading this. And so and, if, if you're, if you're, if you're a fan of this game, you may not have a great time listening to this, but I will say too, we, I don't think we're haters. Mm-hmm. I am fully credentialed <laughs> as a Pokemon Stan. And so like, I do feel passionate in the sense that like, I, I cannot be taken down as someone who is a hater for this franchise. Yeah. I have, in many ways, devoted my life to this franchise. I'm currently wearing Pikachu socks. Wow. So I, I I will not hear that I that I am a hater. I can't speak for you guys, but like I I love this franchise and I, I feel betrayed. I went in with an open heart. Mm-hmm. I because I knew here I knew, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but I had heard about a bunch of like technical glitches with the game that were made it unplayable. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, I actually didn't find those. I was, I never had a glitch or something that felt like, or maybe like a couple times, but felt like game breaking. I think everything that is bad about the game is pure design, like it, yep. intentional choice or whatever. And well, so I went in with an open heart being like, oh, like, okay, if the game is like a little glitchy or like the frame rate stutters a little bit because of like, you know, the hardware that it's on, right? The Switch is not the most powerful machine, like whatever, I can deal with with that i don't really i'm not as much of a stickler for that as other people are but the stuff that i found was just intentional choices that i don't like well and it's also i think we as a community of gamers need to redefine what glitch means because i didn't encounter a ton of glitches either what i did encounter was just like a ton of bad engine graphical weirdness like that doesn't really count to me as like a glitch like right pop in isn't a glitch exactly it's it's pop in like you know and i think there's it's worth mentioning to me. Like I did see videos of people where it's like a real glitch where it's like their character like falls through sure. the earth or something right. like that's a glitch, yep, you know, totally. but most of what I felt like I encountered was just graphical oddities and yep. stuff. I, I also think that 
uh, just because you have a glitchy game doesn't mean that game can't be good. Right. And, totally. I mean, I think Skyrim is the best example of that. I mean, there were whole <laughs> YouTube accounts games. That, I like were, that, yeah. that were birthed just on Skyrim glitch montages. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like with that game in particular with Skyrim uh, and Bethesda at, a, at large, like those glitches are almost endearing. Well, part of the like, fun is trying to break it. Right? Yeah, you like I, it, I never w- annoyed me. It was almost like a funny thing, which it maybe is good, maybe is bad. Maybe we shouldn't accept that as like consumers. But um, regardless, like it doesn't mean that just because a game has technical issues or glitches that it's automatically going to be a bad game. Yeah, yeah. This game, well, well, we can get and into I think, it. And well, I think too, Nin- Nintendo is like, um, they're they're they always are a little bit behind from the other um, folks in terms of like, uh, like system power, right? Technical yeah. power, but like that's never stopped them from being successful. You know, Breath of the Wild was mm-hmm. released on the Switch and it runs and looks better than most games on any, yeah, like mm-hmm. completely like console or whatever. So there's no, there's really no excuses. And to, to your point too, like I feel like a lot of Nintendo games are famous for the fun in exploiting like quote unquote like glitches, like doing speed runs on whatever. I watched um. A video the other day about someone who beat Majora's Mask in the five-minute demo that you get oh my God. On, my on the on the like Wii version of like uh, Brawl, oh basically. My God. Wow! Uh, and and it's, it was like super, so people love that kind of yeah. stuff. But there's, but there's nothing there's nothing like that here, right. really. Like, no, well, there's this um, it's not really like an, a saying, but there's like kind of a thought process a lot of the times in like um, like multicam sitcom world where it's like. If, if someone raises a question where it's like, well, this doesn't logistically make sense or like in terms of the plot, this is wonky or weird. It's like, well, if people are focusing on that, we have a bigger problem, which is that no one's laughing or caring about mm. the story. And it's like, that's kind of what I feel like we're speaking to is it's like glitches, especially, you know, obviously there's like a threshold where if it gets super, super glitchy and it's like unplayable, then sure. But if a game has glitches and you're really noticing it, a lot it means that you have probably a bigger problem which is that the rest of the game is also not that engaging so you're just like locked in on these technical errors or whatever all this to say um we're we're, we'll we'll get into a little bit more specifics about this uh in a second but i don't i mean even though this is likely going to be a pretty negative review i don't think we went in with the intention of nitpicking this is uh um, i did uh, well, <laughs> but i'm, I mean, I'm comfortable in, admitting into into playing the game i yeah. guess is what i mean like i i don't know if i mean you like I, I didn't go into the game being like oh i'm gonna look for all the like minuscule things to find bad about it i, was I just, felt like i had subconscious or not i feel like i had a mag- magnifying glass up to my eye the whole <laughs> time just well. just because i'm like you know, again, I think it speaks to what we've been talking about with Pokemon as a franchise, mm-hmm. where it's just like there's no excuses anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm up, you know, no hiding in the shadows. Like yeah. I'm up here ready to show me what you got. Do you right. have anything new? Not really. We'll talk yeah, about it. Sure. Anyways, um, cool. Well, let's. Uh, so yeah, we're here today to talk about uh, Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Um, we, I, I played Violet. I played Violet as well. And Jimmy played Scarlet, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah I think yes, it is right. Yeah. Correct. So, yes. so we played both versions. We all played on the Switch, obviously. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. There's, Of course, there's differences between the two, but for the sake of this conversation, they're basically the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, except one different hot professors or, or whatever. Yeah, or, you do have yes. to claim your sexual orientation when you buy <laughs> these games. Um, 
Cool. And you have to buy both if you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for those who are not familiar with the game, Jack, I believe you have something prepared. Yes, I do. Um, so for whatever reason you're not familiar with this, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are 2022 role-playing video games developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo and the Pokemon Company for the Nintendo Switch. They are the first installments in the ninth generation of the Pokemon video game series, first announced in February 22 and released on the 18th of November 2022. The big defining factor of this is that unlike previous installments in the Pokemon franchise, Scarlet and Violet take place in a primarily open world. They take place in the Paldea region. Paldea region? I can't even remember how to pronounce that. Which is loosely based on the Iberian Peninsula. And there are three separate stories that the player can follow. That's all it says. You wouldn't you wouldn't know how to pronounce the region name because there's no voice acting in this game. Yeah, so it just occurred to me as I was reading. I was like, I don't... Uh, Paldea... I, I feel like it's Paldea. Paldea? What's the like real world place? It's like it says it's based on the Iberian Peninsula. Oh, hmm. No, I don't know what that would be then. Um. Anyways, Western. So Europe. that's so that's the game. It's Pokemon. You know it. You love it sometimes. You hate it other times. Uh, let's go around and do ratings. I'm happy to go first. Sure. If yeah. That's, yeah. If great. That's fine sure. for everyone. Um. <laughs> so so yeah. I mean I so. If you check our socials um, uh, on the Instagram Latsu game, we have a, in, in the like little story things or whatever, we have a rating system uh, out of a five lead rating. Uh, and I was looking through it and I had a really tough time because I feel like I didn't want to be a hater the whole time. But the more the more I look at it and the more I look at our language, I feel like this has got to be a one lad game. Wow. Um, which is the lowest rating I believe I've given. I think any of us. I think that's the lowest. No one's given a one. And the reason for it is really in the language, which I'll read here. This game is offensive, lazy, or cheap looking and plain. This game sucks and I might not have finished it. I finished it. I wish I had not. I would have (laughs) been probably better off if I didn't, but I did finish it. But I do feel like this game, considering the franchise, considering that it's like still it's like the most popular IP and most Mm -hmm. like highest grossing IP of all time. There is no excuse. It is offensive. It is lazy. It is cheap. And I think that I'm really happy to overlook certain things about it, like sort of the repetitiveness because like, you know, that's something that I like, or at least I can see other people liking in terms of like trading Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, Even the like story narrative stuff, like, you know, regardless of like the, uh, like the people that are playing the game, this is a game and a franchise designed for children, right? In mind, first and foremost, I think, I think they know they have older fans or whatever, but like, It Mm -hmm. is meant for a younger audience. And so I'm willing to sort of just be like, okay, like it doesn't need to be super deep. That being said, it still can use a little bit of like tweaks and I think it'd be better. But I just, I just had a really bad time playing it. And for, for something to be so bad and feel like generations behind knowing full well that they can do better it's just like, it's just not fun mm-hmm. and it's just sad. And all of the charm of the original games were like sucked out of it. Like yeah. they, they they made efforts to make changes in ways that felt unnecessary and sort of like half-assed and made, and made it just really unfun. So I had a really bad time. Um, one lad. 
Ugh. Gross. Wow. Ugh. I don't, yeah. It doesn't feel good. Blacky. You know, that's it. it does yeah. that mean that we've now had games that have been rated on every single lad scale? Uh, I don't. If we had a one and a half, well, okay, well, that's I don't the think one that's not. Like, I don't think there's like. Why doesn't it exist? If, what, I think because when I was making? when I was writing the Constitution, um, I found With it your that, big feather quill and exactly, powder wig. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I found it hard at that point to make a distinguishing half level. I'm happy to add it if need be, but I mm-hmm. felt like at that point, like if you're getting past two, and if you were to read the language. Um, if you're getting past two, like, I don't know if there's another half step between mm. just like. L- listener, we didn't think this was possible. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't think. What just a shock to you right We yeah. didn't think we'd be so stupid as to pick a game that would be ranked so low. That was interesting, you know, uh, to but, talk about. Yeah. Anyways, uh, La Jimmy, I feel. Great. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I will, I will co-sign everything you just said. Um, this game is a one. And uh, this is. I, offensive is the key word here, I think. And you would you would mention this too, Robert, but just to emphasize it even more, the context of when this game is coming out matters mm-hmm. a great deal. This is the second, now second opportunity for a mainstream Pokemon game to be on a home console, not on a handheld console. Mm-hmm. Third overall, if you consider Arceus as a part of that category. Um, I think... This franchise, as we've said before, I said in my Pokemon problem write-up, we've mentioned it probably during the Sword and Shield episode, um, Pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time. Um, so there is literally no excuse for the shit that they took <laughs> on this game. There is no excuse. Breath of the Wild, like not to just beat a dead horse here, but like but beat a dead opponent. But Breath of, the, <laughs> Breath of the Wild came out in 2017 mm-hmm. and was fucking developed for the Wii U yeah. and is yeah. a vastly superior game. I mean, that sounds like an understatement to say it's a vastly superior game. Like, just One of so them much. is a game and the other is kind of not. No, well, that, I mean, I think we've talked about this before too, but Pokemon as a franchise has just forgotten themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they are in the business of making money and a product. And I don't, you know, kid myself. I know that all of these come, even Nintendo, they're looking to make money too. Like Mm -hmm. they're not wholesome uh, passion projects all the time, but like, but they, they've always had like a little bit more of a claim to that than other, other um, video game developers. But Pokemon has just become devoid of, of any life of anything to say. It is completely just a yearly turnout. It is, it is the Call of Duty franchise for Nintendo, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's gross. It's it's honestly disgusting. Like I think the the happiest thing that I can say about my time with this game is that I bought it used, and I bought it from GameStop with a gift card. So I only had to spend eight dollars on this nice. hunk of shit. Um, I I'm done with this franchise for for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. I I think I can <clears throat> take solace in the fact that they had. I would argue seven really good generations of games, games that I will happily continue to go back and play. So again, I'm not a hater on Pokemon. I love Pokemon. While I was playing this game, I was thinking, man, I wish I was playing one of the older games on, yeah. an, on an emulator right now. Yeah. So, um, but in terms of new games, I just, I don't have it in me to buy these games anymore. Um, I, I was a little uh, on the fence with Sword and Shield, ultimately bought it, of course. Didn't buy the DLC for that game because I wasn't interested, didn't think it was deserving. 
didn't buy Arceus, as we said, wasn't excited for this game once it initially came out. It just is is so bad. It's so bad. And we'll get into the details. It's, it's funny you mentioned, before before you go, Jack, it's funny you mentioned Call of Duty because I was kind of st- thinking the same thing, but at least like Call of Duty, like they improved their graphics. Like, <laughs> like it's, it feels right. like Pokemon's almost getting worse. Like no, it's, it's, it's not even getting, they're not, they're, they're making changes, of course, and it's a new story or whatever. But in terms of like the technical stuff, like they're, it's going backwards. It's like, going backwards. It's crazy. I, I can't imagine anyone at Game Freak or Nintendo at large who looks at these games and can like genuinely say oh these are better than the last 2d adventure we had which was in 2010 like those those especially i think we've mentioned this on air before too but like if you looked at like um octopath traveler and those types of rpgs like they do some really interesting things with like the 2d 3d kind of hybrid games that they're coming out with and the whole time i'm i'm looking at this game i'm just wishing that they kept with the 2d it's it's like Maybe last thing I'll say on this before I turn it over to you, Jack, is is with a number of the attempts that they made to like push this game in a new direction, 3D graphics, open world, um, changing the the way you approach the main story with like three paths, they didn't like put any effort into any of those. And I'm sorry, you don't get credit just for like sending your first draft out on an open <laughs> world. Like you actually have to make a good game. And I, I, for whatever reason, Pokemon's treating themselves like this, again, little indie franchise that has no means yeah. to like actually see through their ideas. Take a fucking break. Give us a five-year fucking break and make a yeah. game that's like worth our time here. Um, we'll get into more de- detail with all of it, but it's it's a sad day uh, as someone who loves Pokemon. It's cloudy um, here in LA. Yeah, it's cloudy yeah. cloud in LA. I don't have any of the overhead lights on. This Just is a feels, very, it feels dark in here. It's a, it's a, it's a sad day. This, all right. this franchise is, um, mm-hmm. is has lost itself. All right, Jack. I know we're. I know you're going to give us a high rating. So yeah, let's yeah, balance it out a little let's bit. Balance this out. Well, it's. I mean, it's interesting because I. I said before we got on mic that I was like freewheeling my rating a little bit, and I was. There was a very specific. I was asking about the one point five for a very specific reason, mm-hmm. but I, honestly, after hearing everything I had to say, I'm just like, I can't. It's one out of five for sure. Like it's. I want to basically. Okay, first of all, I just want to co-sign everything that's been said so far, and then just for the sake of like getting off of not just repeating everything you both said, I just want to offer like a slightly different perspective too, which is that I think a lot of my rating for this is very subjective because mm-hmm. we sort of had this I sort of had this come to Jesus realization for myself which is that I hate grinding mm-hmm. and Pokemon is that mm-hmm. Pokemon is grinding and so I think I definitely come at this franchise every time with like a little bit of hesitation because I just don't vibe with the gameplay you know even when it's at its best you know like when it is like good like I had a decent time in Sword and Shield mm-hmm. but I was like I hate having to grind you know I hate having to like just do battles for the sake of doing a battle. And so that is always really hard for me with this game. That being said, on a more like objective level, this game really, um, to me, it's funny. I do, um, I've mentioned this before, but it's like when I do like um, screenplay coverage, there's um, a scoring system that I work off of. And there's a score that's called non-functioning where it's like, you basically have to make an argument. You have to, if you give something a non-functioning score, I have to explain like exactly why you can't just like send the score and like move on. Um, and most of the time that means like this doesn't read, it's not formatted correctly. I can't, it's like the plot is completely incoherent, you know, something like that. I really feel like this game is like non-functioning to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is like, 
it isn't, and that's not because of the glitchiness, you know, which again, I didn't experience that much. I don't mean that on the technical side of non-functioning. I mean non-functioning in that it's like, this isn't, it doesn't feel like I'm playing a game when I play this. You know, we talked a little bit of, we'll probably talk about this more too, but we talked a little bit off mic about the nature of open worlds and everything. And I'm like, it, I can't walk 10 steps in this game without the phone going off and, you know, telling me what to do and holding my hand through every moment of it. And for all the rigmarole of it being advertised as like an open world game, I'm like, there's a very clear set order in which you have to do things. You yeah. know, I ultimately tried to veer off course when I first started playing this game and it didn't work. You can't and do it. it. You can't do it. And I literally ended up going to like a guide. Shout out Eurogamer. Thank you for giving. They had like a guide that was like, here's how to, this is the way the game yeah. wants you to play it. And I just did that to the best of my ability until I gave up. And that's like n n not a, a game. Like I know many games are structured like that with like levels, but like what you're laying out for me is not a game. You're laying out like a, you know, it's like a paint by numbers, but like somehow, but it's like, it feels like I'm doing a paint by numbers, but it's just a circle that has the number one in it. And then it says one is red. It's like, <laughs> fill this circle in red. I'm like, why? You know, to what end? And I, I, that was really my experience playing this game the whole time. And it just became like agonizing after about 10 hours. So I, I didn't finish this game. I have no problem with that. Come yell at me on Twitter or something. Like, I really don't care. It's really disappointing. I really like the idea of what Pokemon can do. And I really think a Pokemon open world is like totally makes sense. And it should be a thing. And, but I just, I don't know. I just was like, this doesn't feel like I'm playing a game. It just feels like. I don't know. It just feels like I'm being like strung along by in handcuffs, you know, like through yeah. a series of levels. And yeah, so it's a one out of five for sure. I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say. I mean, again, I just want to, you know, say that part of that is also subjectively. I just really don't vibe with the gameplay. So yeah, we'll talk about it more, but wow, wow. disappointing. What's, what's the opposite of a golden lad? This feels like a, a, a like lad a, like a lad like shit or something yeah. like that. Dark lad. Full, full Dark lad. lad. Slowest scores of all time. Lowest, lowest rated game of all time. It's fully I mean, deserving. Yeah. I, I think that our language here really... There's there's not a single part of that one score that needs altering or a qualifier. Like, no. no. Yeah, no, it's just... 100% spot on. Totally. Well, um, we'll take a moment and weep and reflect and we'll come <laughs> we'll back. Take a crying and, break. And we'll, and we'll come back and give you a, a little bit more insight to these, these terrible, terrible ratings. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, so we, uh, I guess let's talk about gameplay mm -hmm. first a little bit. Um, I don't, does, I don't, does anyone have anything like really strong? I, I want to elaborate briefly on like the rigidness of it. You know, I, I really, I know it's like, there are games that I really enjoy that have really rigid tutorials. Like I think one that people talk about a lot is, um, Twilight Princess has a pretty long, rigid tutorial. It takes like a, it takes like five hours to get through basically Orden Village, which is like a decent chunk, yeah. you know, of the game. So, like, there are times where, like, I can be like, yeah, that tutorial kind of sucked, but, like, I'll hand wave it or whatever. This one was, like, it was just agony to get through the opening phases of this game. Like, to just get to the school and then get out of the school and have them say, okay, go. You know, go actually do the open world. And it really is, like... I understand, again, it's, like, what you're saying, Robert. It's, like, this game is meant to be 
a lot of people's first game because it's like targeted towards children. So mm-hmm. it is like, you know, a 10 year old who maybe just got their first console, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is your first game. So like, I get that you have to sometimes like parse it out in like a longer way for keeping that in mind. However, I just think it's like, you can do a long tutorial, but like, let me try it. Let me play the game and try to figure it out. And then, you know, it's like, you can be very forgiving. It's like, you don't really like die or anything or like you don't lose health, but like, let me try. It's literally like, this tutorial is like, walk up to the door. Okay, press A and like size 36 font to open the door. And it's just like, oh my God. What's funny about that is I struggle to imagine what 10 year old is going to read all of those dialogue options anyway. So yeah. like, who is this tutorial for? Cause well, if I it's feeling for, impatient, right? You know? for, if it's for a kid, no kid's going to actually ingest any of that. I, um, and I would also add on that this problem with tutorials and being too rigid has been a critique of Pokemon since gen six. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, like a big, like, Every single game that comes out, even Gen 6, Gen 7, which I think overall were favorably received, less so than the original five, but still good, I think. Um, There was always that one part of the review that you would read that was like, this game just refuses to let go of my hand. And it's like, damn, guys, like Gen 6 started in 2013. So we're talking a decade later and you still haven't heard from your fans that they want you to like not helicopter mamas with all of this. Yeah. I completely agree. And I just, I just don't think it's no kid would actually use that. So why are you doing this? I just, every time I I take, you take 10 steps and like the phone goes off, you know? And I remember there's a part in, in Violet, at least I I don't know if it plays out similarly in Scarlet where it's like, you discover the legendary Pokemon Mm -hmm. and it's literally like it, the tutorial tells you like to walk down to meet the Pokemon. And then it like, kind of goes to like a hard black screen, comes up on the beach, and then it's like, okay, now walk up to the legendary. It's like, I know, like, I it literally telling me two times to walk over to it, you know? And I'm just like, what? Of course I'm gonna walk over to it. First of all, there's nothing else on this beach. Right. There's nothing else to look at. <laughs> there's a giant purple monster sitting there. It's like, yeah, like this is, I think it's like this thing about that we don't talk about enough with like intuitiveness in games, where it's like, there is, well-designed games are a little bit intuitive, you know, where it's like you're, you can understand that the joystick moves things. I almost, I can't imagine that there isn't someone who doesn't know that the joystick makes you move. It's like, I don't need a tutorial for like move, mm-hmm. you know, it just feels so reductive and so, and again, it's like endless text, you know, like endless blocks of text. So it just takes forever. And I'm just sitting there like pressing A and mm-hmm. over and over again. I just, oh, it really, I mean that talk about like, I was in a foul mood by the time I got to the the open world section because I was just like, I'm so sick already of playing this game. Yeah. You know? Something that I was clocking a lot while playing this, because I, I I think I agree with you, but I think for a different reason, which mm-hmm. is that I do feel like- We're still gonna find a way to fight even though we have <laughs> unanimous <laughs> No, I, I understand like why games have tutorial and I don't mind every t- every time I play a game for them to be like, press X or A to jump or, or whatever. Like, I, I'm sure if it's sure, quick, you know, sure, whatever. But I think the big problem is just pacing. This yeah. game has really bad pacing where mm-hmm. you're going through dialogue and it's like, you see the whole text, you press the button to move past it and then they do the animation for whatever it was and then a new text pops up and it's just so slow. And I don't know how much of this is based on 
like limitations of the engine that they design versus intentional like pacing choices or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's really bad and it moves so slow. And the I the wor- I almost fucking quit the game at the very end because I know you both didn't play it. I'm, I guess spoilers for the whole game. I mean, if who you cares? Who cares? Yeah. But um, let me guess: there's a bad guy who wants to do something bad to all the Pokemon so, in the so region. At the, the very last like section of the game, basically, you get to the middle mm-hmm. area that's area like zero. fog area zero. You fly down on your Pokemon, the legendary one, and it's like. <laughs> there's a time travel element of what? the of the game well, basically that's the, that's the um titans are all uh either my my version of the game and i think this is how it's divided up my version of the game is all my titans are uh prehistoric and yours are all futuristic yeah exactly oh, so I like one, all but. all the uh, like the uh, the first like professor like the person's dad that you meet that's constantly going over the uh, the uh you know whatever sending you messages yeah. he's like from the future mm. and actually dead, which oh, is kind of weird. <laughs> sure. But so you, so you go down in this section and there's, I don't know, whatever bullshit, but it's crazy because you get down there and it's a pretty big section and it basically like spirals down to the bottom. Like you're continuing to go to the bottom, but you don't have access to your legendary Pokemon to ride and like boost through so you're literally walking the whole way there's nothing to see except like these random spots of like futuristic pokemon and it took me like an hour to do the whole and it's at the very end of the game you've beaten the the um the elite four you've gone through everything and you're just making this way making your way down and it's like it's like it's so bad the pacing i'm like the whole time i was playing this game i was like the pacing is so incredible if i could play the game at like one and a half speed or whatever (laughs) like i would have such a better time totally and, and i don't think that's like difficult to do it's just like intentionally design it to be like irritating and i feel like I, the whole time i had my phone out like while i was playing yeah. this yeah. game because i was just like i don't give i just don't give a shit well, about anything i was thinking about this a lot with um the oscar movies this year where I, I feel like this weird trend that i've been noticing which it's not intrinsically bad it's just like more of a taste issue but i feel like every oscar movie i've watched so far has the longest third act of the entire like it's like I'm ready for the movie to be like picking up speed and like we're get we're getting to the end and the climax and it just feels like the third acts are just like dragging and meandering and we're, it doesn't really know where it wants to go and it, it's like there's a reason that we talk about like pacing in storytelling. It's not just because I want to get through it always faster. I mean, in this case, that is also true. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it is like. The, it's like just a natural phenomenon of storytelling that when you get to the end, you want it to feel like the pace is picking up and ramping up and that we're building to some sort of denouement. Like yeah. when you, it's just like, this is like video, this is video game storytelling slash art 101. Yeah. That like, especially because video games, it's like, it's, built into the idea of a video game that like the last thing you do is going to be like a final battle or like a Mm -hmm. final boss or whatever. And it's like, it should feel like excite. It's easy to make it feel exciting and climactic. And that just feels like so inexcusable to me. It's like, why would you design it that way? Again, it's like, we're, your mate, you can do whatever you want. You know, what made you do it this way? This game has like five endings because it has like, it has the, it has the star base 
like or the team star mm-hmm. plot line and then there's an ending to that it is the gym and then there's the ending to that which is the elite four and then there's the um titan ending. the titan ending or whatever which i actually i think the titan storyline was the only one i that was the enjoyed. only one yeah. that i was like at least intrigued by right. in the beginning again but, i only did Arvin, but it's it's funny because yeah, it's like the little dog and eventually you know it's like it's it's that whole thing, and it's I feel like it's a little emotionally because manipulative. The only thing because that they haven't done over they haven't we've had Team Evil, Team Rocket. You know, we've had the gym thing. It's like the only part that's like, oh, I actually don't know what this is leading to. Yeah, and then that, that was the only thing that was actually kind of useful because every time you beat a Titan, you'd unlock mm-hmm. a new traversal right. ability for mm-hmm. your like right. legendary or whatever. Mm. So incentives to progression. Write that down. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but it should use that in another video game. It's, it's funny because it's just like. You know, I'm I'm giving this credit, but that's so stupid because that's not unique. It's not interesting. Right. Like yeah. just like oh, like you're you're helping your sick like animal or whatever. And that's kind of another like gameplay that I critique that I have is like there's all these endings and there's so much stuff going on and none of them land because you're just like kind of slogging through the whole thing and you um th- everything that they add is new. Maybe it's new to Pokemon. But it's not new to anything else. Right. No, like yeah. all of the, you know, all the gyms, instead of having like a few battles before you beat, uh, fight or battle the gym leader, there is like some kind of mini game, right? Yeah, that weird like olive roll or whatever it is. There's the like button. the olive roll. One time. And then one time olive roll. There's like, like, oh, find these random Pokemon around the the town. And but because of the pop in, it's like impossible to well, see yeah. them. <laughs> so with all of those challenges pop that you're just referencing, see. like the, the problem, and, and I was saying this earlier is that they they took their first draft with all of them like mm-hmm. and you don't get credit i'm not i refuse to give pokemon credit for being like wow like they did a game instead of just a series of challenge of of trainers to beat or whatever yeah because the game was the olive roll which you did once it was over in 45 seconds yeah the game is um fighting a gym leader and then for the water type you had to uh win an auction the auction winning took 45 seconds. <laughs> I was given all of the money to win the auction. So yeah. I wasn't even using my own money. I clicked three inputs. Yes, yes, yes. And I won the auction. Yeah, totally. That's done. Um, the, there's there's the a- Finding the, the hidden sun fl- uh, flora. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Run around town, look for things. Except for you need to find 10, and at one point, four of them are just out front of the place that you start (laughs) because they clearly just ran out of ideas of where to put these little fucks. Make it find five then. Yeah. Why did you have to do 10 if four will be all in the Again, same spot? Again, it's like you're making this up as you go. Like, you don't, have, it's like these weird, it feels like they're designing this game as if someone has a gun to their head. Well, it, you have to do 10, and it's like, no, right. You don't have to do it this way. One more, and then it, you no, could yeah. literally say for all of them, I'm sure that all of them have the same issue um, with the electric gym leader and your streaming. And her <laughs> thing was, you, it was basically like, where's Waldo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found the guy all three times in the image that I was looking at before she was done explaining what I had to do. Like I literally <laughs> that, I mean, that located him before she said go all three times. And then I don't need, again, I keep going back to this like imaginary, I, I'm starting to think it's a made up excuse of like, it's for kids, it's for kids, it's for kids. 
a 10 year old would also yeah. find the thing. Like it's not it, hard it's, for anyone. There, there's one, there's one where I forget what gym it is. I think it's like either the ice gym or something like that, but it's a, it's a like kind of like a downhill, like yes. ski thing or first, whatever. First try. First try. And I'm like, I, they, they did this better in Super Mario 64. Right. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like it's, it's, and it you looks don't like get credit for that. They took, it's like they looked at a list of like things for substitute teachers to do in an elementary oh school God. recess. Yeah. Like games. It feels and like then they like lifted plugged it in. the code from like Mario Party video games mm-hmm. and just like slotted it in, you know? Oh, but and then even... all but also went into the code and like wrecked it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like before they I, I don't know. It's very um I feel like okay, this this thing about kids, like it's for kids, it's for kids. It really reminds me of the thing about that we always talk about with like Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um Last Airbender, not James Cameron, where it's mm-hmm. like, yes, it is accessible to children. It is not, you know, it's it's not dealing with like, you know, sex or gore or anything that would could possibly be deemed like this is inappropriate for a younger viewer. However, it is by no means dumbed down in terms mm-hmm. of storytelling and mm-hmm. maturity and and maturity even feels like a misnomer because again, that feels like it's like um what's the like uh complexity. I'll just mm-hmm. say complexity of story. And it really is like I was a reminder of me. It's like it's like one of the most popular shows of like all time, like one of the most popular pieces of IP that is still ongoing. We all watched it as like at least early teenagers, you right. know. You don't I just feel like you never need to dumb it down for kids. Yeah. It's just not really a thing, but it's like everybody thinks you have to. And well, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think of my childhood first, one of the first games I had for sure on my like big Game Boy, not even a Game Boy Color, was Pokemon Red. Yeah. And I remember, I like have memories of me not even really fully being able to read the English language that well. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, I played those games and beat it. And sure, my team consisted of a Charizard that was level 85 and like five Caterpies that were all level five because I didn't understand how you balance building a team. My Charizard had Ember, Flamethrower, Cut, and Fly. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. Like, I still enjoyed it. And so by, by aiming so low, mistakenly, as we've established here as well, but let's just wave the fact that it's mistaken. By aiming for kids, you're hurting the entire game. If you aim higher... Guarantee the kid's not going to have that much uh, of an issue with it. The kid's still going to enjoy it. It's so misguided, too, because game games, not just like video games, but games like music or math even, it's a universal language. It's Mm -hmm. something that everybody understands because when you're a little kid, you play games. Like if you are a kid who's ever been in a preschool or barring that, like you're in the public school system, like... You play games. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that everybody understands. Obviously, a video game video game can be more complicated. You know, it's like you can range from something like Pokemon to like Civilization, which mm-hmm. is like really complex. But the language that underpins all of this is the same. Yeah. And it's such a it's so misguided to me to think that for some reason, because you want your game to appeal to kids, you have to undercut that universal language. It's really I just think it's really weird and honestly kind of patronizing to yeah. to kids and yeah. it's just it feels icky to me. Well that's a, that's a thing. It's like I can I can sort of hand wave some narrative stuff that's just like oh it's about friendship or whatever because like fine whatever it's fine. Like that's like, yeah. but it's 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 the sort of you're, you you nailed it Jack like the sort of the patronizing like elements of the the gameplay that just feel like 
like, come on, you, we, we can do better this. And also too, like not for nothing, but I don't, I don't know the exact demographics of the people that actually play this game, but you've got to figure there's a pretty significant older audience anyway, totally. too. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know, we're some fringe, like, late 20 people playing this game. It's, like, it's we, at least 50%, yeah. like, 20 and up, and probably more. Yeah. Probably more. I, 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 I mean, bet it's more, Yeah, honestly. I don't know. I can't imagine, like, how many people are getting into this franchise Right now, right, like as their first. I feel like what it is is like the kid demographic that they get are people who this is they are aging up into I can play video games now. Like you know, I I know there there are video games for kids that are like you know, uh, like early elementary school targeted or whatever. But it's like you all remember like being like a little bit older, and you're like okay, like now you get a system, you know. Like I feel like I had like a Game Boy at one point, like a really cheap Game Boy color that I shared with Abby, Mm -hmm. my sister. And like literally, it's like yeah, Lord Dumb. Well, I said it, and I was like, this doesn't who you know doesn't matter. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, But like yeah, then you you age up, and it's like okay, now you get. I want to, I'm clearly interested in video games. Like, okay, now you get a GameCube, you know, right. so it's like, okay, now there are slightly more complex games. And I feel like those are the new players. But again, the new players are people who have an understanding of the universal language of gaming because they've aged to a point where, yeah, you play board games, yeah. you play, maybe you've had like a Game Boy or, I mean, if you've, I feel like we've had Tamagotchis. That's a game. Yeah. It's just so. Feel like, <laughs> ridiculous to assume that like nobody someone who's picking up this game for the first time is like what is a video I game? feel like the only like n- kids kids that are playing this are like millennial parents that are like have a gun to their child's <laughs> yeah. head being, like, and their kid's <laughs> name is like Charmander yeah. you know, or like Misty or something <laughs> as, it's like oh as, yeah you really like this show as someone who like worked in an after school camp like Def, kids are definitely playing these games. Like first graders that I worked with back yeah. in like 2015, 2016 like they were, they were all playing Pokemon knew it well but I also think that, again, at, at least 50% of your audience is older. And I also think of, like, the the part of your audience that keeps Pokemon in pop culture, the people who make art about Pokemon, the people who, um, you know, stream Pokemon um, and, and basically make it a thing that is talked about in the video game community are the older audience members. Yeah. And so to, like, write them off with this trash game um, that may or may not have been designed for kids, like just seems like a weird choice. You know for a fact that people are older playing this game. Why would you do this they're just too, they're just too busy counting money from the pokemon card like revival it really is that, like you literally know, and the phrase, people buying those pokemon cards the people that shut target down work six-year-olds <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so put some respect on our name totally. <laughs> yeah. that's on the front lines yeah. <laughs> i mean it's like you know the phrase like a rising tide lifts all ships mm. it's like draining the lake dry docks everyone you yeah. know it's like if you like literally if you if you suck all i think one of you said it was like suck all the joy and charm out of it by being like super rigid and and mm-hmm. and assuming the worst in your audience you know assuming mm-hmm. that everybody who picks this up is like the, the just truly the dumbest person alive you yeah. know and has never come across any kind of game it's like you're just you're sucking the joy out of it for everybody I would, good- I would rather i would rather them 
d- dumb down the gameplay back to its origins. Give us a 2D, like top down, like kind of look mm-hmm. at it or whatever. I don't, I don't need it. And we'll talk a little bit more with like the open world stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I just, I don't need Especially it. Especially because accessibility stuff. is becoming a much bigger thing where it's yeah. like not difficulty settings, but accessibility with like needing more tutorials or like needing yeah. color grading for certain items and things right. like, you know, which anything from like, I'm a new gamer to like, I have a disability that prevents me from playing this game in the way, yeah. you know, it's like, there's no excuse again for like a billion dollar company to be like, we have one difficulty scale or uh, to not use the word difficulty because again, weird, but like we have one accessibility scale that has to work for everybody, yeah. Yeah. regardless of age, gameplay experience, how long you've been in this franchise, whatever is ridiculous. Here's maybe a good transition to the open world side of things. Well, we should we take a, a break? I, I do. If, if you are, I uh, would like to take a quick break. Oh, the only thing I was going to say, and then we could take a break, is... For our uh, advertisers, remember. Exactly. <laughs> for for the open world side of this game, um, I'm imagining as, as a kid, I would have felt very lost and confused as I wandered into areas with no warning that were all of a sudden way over my level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so... So to say that this is for kids, like you did a shitty job with it because now I, I, again, as a kid, I wouldn't be able to figure out that I couldn't go to this part of the map, you know, because it's all, that would be deeply confusing to me. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll elaborate a little bit on like the big thing about this game, which is the sort of open world concept. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by Valentine's Day. This year, Get your special someone a... Yes? What is it? Okay. Okay. Shit. (sighs) This episode is sponsored by Apology Cards. And when the tear-smeared ink finally dries, make sure to subscribe to and rate the podcast. Then follow the lads on Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and Twitter at Lads Who Game for any and all updates. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, Jimmy, I, I totally yeah. agree with what you were saying right before the break. I, I feel like when I was playing this, you know, th- there's the three paths we've talked about. There's the three paths you can go along, and you can when you first start out, you can either go like east or west out of the school. Basically, there's like two mm-hmm. options that you can go. And I picked the wrong one. <laughs> well, I think I I was like it was you, you can either go towards like the first gym, basically they were saying, or the first like Titan is kind sure. of like the the way that they were leading you, or like the or star base, yeah. basically. Yeah. I went towards titan and starbase because it was like that's new and right. that's like something that was like intriguing to me so it worked and i was able they were like roughly within level and like you know on the way i was like training and like as much as i can again i feel like having you can essentially auto train sucks the the blood uh, out of or the life out of this like game a yeah, little bit yeah. um but i went in that direction i did the first couple or few like bases or whatever and i was like properly leveled and then i went to the next one and it was like everyone was like level 50 yeah, and, and yeah. I got, and I got kicked out. Like I, there's no way I can do it. And it's so annoying because you get into those spaces. If you start that, you have to like lose all your Pokemon. You can't mm. like quit and run away. Yeah. And so I spent all this time just like, Oh my God, I know I'm never going to be this. And either I like use a shit ton of like potions and like waste my time or I can just like sacrifice and like, yeah. you know, die. And it's so stupid because 
they say you can go in any order, but you, you can't go in any order. No. Especially in a game like this where it is level-based. You literally can't go in any order because there's a certain point where it doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are of type matchups, of, of uh, you know abilities, of moves, and their, their side effects. If the thing has 20 levels on you, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And I don't think that's a, a problem fundamentally with like I'm okay with there being higher levels. Yeah. But to your point, don't say you can go anywhere when you absolutely can't. And it, also to bring up previous games that have already done this, Breath of the Wild, Skyrim, you can go anywhere and that game scales with you. Yeah. And they do it beautifully because with Breath of the Wild, you can still get into trouble. You can still find a, a Lionel mm-hmm. when you have no ability to really beat it unless you are. But even with the Lionel though, if you are good at the game, yeah. you can beat it with well, three hearts. With so I take that back entirely. It, you know, Breath of the Wild is is just continues to be a masterclass or, 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 or in something like that, you can go around. Right? Go That's around, the thing. Right? Yeah. In Breath of the Wild, I think the key distinction is that it's like obviously the Great Plateau is like tutorial island or whatever. And but the second, you know, when I played that game for the first time, I was like, there's no way I'm going straight to the first mission, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna just jump off some random direction. Instantly got into trouble. Instantly died. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. The way that the open world of this game is is laid out is absolutely insane. I went out of one of the gates. Little did I know it was the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to go that way. And I immediately run into like three walls, basically. There's mm-hmm. like, I, I literally walked up to a building that was surrounded by unscalable walls. And they were like, well, you can't do anything in here. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go this way. Went another way. Ended up at a star base that I couldn't. It was like I wasn't leveled up correctly for it. I, okay, I'll try to go around it. Nope, unscalable walls all around you. Can mm-hmm. I walk across the water? Nope, you drowned. It's <laughs> just like, I mean, that was literally, I, I think that was the first time I texted you. I was like, I'm quitting. And then I think I was like, okay, fine. I'll go to 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it's just unconscionable. Like yeah. it's not, it is so fake open world and such a goddamn lie. Yeah. It really, it, it's so disappointing because I really think they think that they're slick. Yeah. I think they think that they get away with it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and they do because of the money, but <laughs> in terms of like the artistry or right. the design, yeah. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like you have to be kidding me. I, I think too bad to just to mention real briefly, but you're, uh, and I forget the name of the Pokemon, but the the two cover art legendaries that yeah. you use as your traversal, as you get purple more- Purple and red. Purple and red, yes. <laughs> as you get more abilities unlocked for purple and red, it actually is a pretty easy time moving around the map. Like, you know, your the mega jump and the gliding ability. Yeah. Um, genuinely, like, I was actually kind of impressed that I was never not allowed to jump off of things, even in towns yeah. and stuff, which is unless great. You go, unless you go into a, a star base or something from the can't side. Do star, yeah. Can't do star base, but basically you I can do... can't drop a bomb on the right. star base from... But basically well, there are you a lot can of do, unscalable walls, too, where it's like, I can't really climb up this. Well, you, you, unlock, you, you can get unlock like a super thing that sure, and Eventually, but it's like, yes. it, you know, sorry, but, continue. But... The problem is, even as they do a good job making it easier to traverse, which I, I do think it is easier to traverse as you get those power-ups, um, you, there, you either can't really make use of it, because again, as we've said, you can't really go anywhere outside of your level range, yeah. or two, there is nothing to explore. There's, There's nothing interesting to do- look at. And yeah. don't tell me that finding a fucking antidote on a mountain cliff is like worth the grind and the exp- no. exploration. It isn't it there is something that so few open games get right and it's like literally breath of the wild (laughs) again 
Um, I would say Horizon Forbidden West was better at this, at least. It could still definitely be improved. I want to stand on top of a very high point mm -hmm. in an open world game and look around and be able to see three to four interesting things that yeah. just look visually enticing. Right. That is the only way the exploration is good. Mm -hmm. It's never fun to just look at waypoints on a map, you know? Mm -hmm. It can be helpful for organizing principles, you know, especially when games are really overwhelming. Um, quest logs, whatever, I get it. But I don't want to explore based on, well, I have to go here. I want to be lure me in you know yeah. like pull me into it that's what captures that feeling of exploration you know tunic is not by any means open world but there were at least parts of the screen where you you walk into it and you're like oh there's something there's like a cave down there or something mm -hmm. i wonder if i can figure out a way to get there mm -hmm. that's what you need to capture you know and it's like this game because there's all you know at least at the beginning there's all these unscalable walls there's no high points to really stand on top of there's all these level barriers it's just like it is so, it's like bad DM where it's like, we're playing an open world campaign. Oh, you can't go there. I want to do this. The guards won't let you in. I rolled a, I rolled a 30 on my persuasion check. No. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. Like, you know, yeah. great. It's just like, do it or don't. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't need it to be open world. But if you're going to do it, come it, on. As soon yeah. as I unlocked the... Um, because you can like, you the, once you get all the Titan abilities, you can like do the mega jump, you can glide, and you can climb on vertical walls. You can mm -hmm. like go up. And as soon as I unlocked all of those and I did the thing, which is like go to the highest mountain and jump off the top and like yeah. see how far I was like, oh, for sure, surely I will get kicked out of this or whatever. But I didn't like to its credit. But as soon as that happened, I realized I was like, oh, they made this big for this. Mm -hmm. they, it, they, they wanted an excuse for you to be able to r go really, really fast and do, you know, jump and glide and like whatever, but they didn't fill it with anything. No, right. It's just like an, it's just almost like a, uh, like a, racetrack that you can like <laughs> you can go around and do stuff and yeah maybe you'll find a, a little thing here and there or whatever right. but nothing is engaging and I enough. keep coming back to it you don't get credit for that no like no. you no one should be praising this game for any aspect of its open world it, it was an utter failure in every single way name one good thing yeah, yeah. I, you can't and you also can't. Like, because of the pop-in issue it really defeats the purpose of having an open world right. because it's like, well, it's not really an open world. It's an open world in, in so far as what I can see 40 feet ahead of me because there's nothing visual that I can see right. yeah. that has any detail. So it's like, it feels like you're running through this world that is allegedly open with like a fog of war on, you yeah. know, where it's just like, I, I'm literally like running blind within, yeah. you know, a hundred feet of me. Um, there's a, in, uh, I think I mentioned to be you are, and I actually stream this. Check us out on Twitch. Um, the, <laughs> nice, the casual, nice. Frog Detective uh, game. The third one, the map is like double the size mm. of the first two, but that's still like so small. Like okay. I beat all these games in like an hour. Uh, but I, I was reading about it, and the creator was like, uh, "This map is twice as big for no reason other than I wanted to give the frog a scooter and have you like <laughs> go around." Yeah. And that's like kind of what it felt like, which yeah. is is like it just gives you this thing like. To, for nothing to do in, in, in Frog Detective's case it's really fun because you just have these like kind of like ramps essentially yeah. you can go off of they're, they're not trying to trick you in thinking like oh it's this big world that you can right. explore so it's like oh you have this cool scooter if you want you can like go around one, exactly. there's also something that we don't talk about I think enough in general about the design of open worlds which is that some people a lot of people I feel like really you know get beleaguered about like oh 
there's nothing. It's so empty. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks when an open world is empty. You know what also sucks? When it's too packed. Mm. You need balances. Like you need stretches where there's not, maybe not something crazy interesting. You know, I mm. think again, sorry, Breath of the Wild does it really well where there's like lots of open planes to just ride a horse. And like, sure, maybe there's like a couple interesting trees with like a chest by it at one point. So it's like not completely devoid of everything, mm. but like, you know, more spare. And then you get into like, denser sections where it's like a more like the jungle area I feel like is really dense where there's like lots of treasure troves and caves and towers and enemy encampments to explore and it's like you just need ebbs and flows you know and and it it feels crazy to have to be like hey billion dollar media company do you know about this thing called peaks and valleys (laughs) like that's like commonplace in all like storytelling game design whatever it's just so insane there's zero um my favorite part of open world games as i've said before is environmental storytelling yeah there's there's nothing like that yeah well the thing with with, all all these other games that we're talking about is like yeah there's maybe like like not every space needs to be filled with something i think a really good example is ghost of tsushima where like there's tons of open space for you to walk around and like ride your horse around or whatever but it's goddamn beautiful and i love to like look at it and it's on the way to something or or like you know there's there's different patches of stuff around pokemon it's like you have a a road a single road basically (laughs) that you can take to all your major direct uh, destinations and there's stuff oh like vaguely around that single road but everything else that's like open and you can explore is empty yeah. So it's like you have to go out of your way to find nothing. Exactly. You know? uh, Ghost of Tsushima is a good uh, alternative reference point other than Breath of the Wild, especially because talk about peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows. It's like you, if you're following the guiding wind to a specific inter- point of interest or whatever, chances are even in those empty spaces when you're traveling, you'll see a fox, you know, on yeah. the side. It's like, oh, you can either, if you're feeling it, you can pursue the fox or like mm. you'll find a smaller little offshoot that makes the world feel not completely empty or like they have those random events like in Red Dead 2 and stuff too where it's like, oh, there's someone's getting attacked on the side of the road or whatever, you know, so... Ghost had a, an environmental storytelling thing that I really liked that was mm. super dark, Not certainly not asking for this in Pokemon, <laughs> but you know how you, like, in Ghost, every so often come across someone who had, like, been burned at a pike? Yeah. Or, right. or, like, shot with arrows or whatever? I say go for it, Pokemon. I say, let's yeah, get into, the like... Give me the dead vampy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me the... All the, uh... Bamfy with their tusks removed. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I want like you to come across like a burned body on the side of the road, and it turns out like it's your mom, like or like your friend, you know, like from the beginning. Like, talk about a plot twist. Right. You know? A burned body is like, oh, that Charmander didn't want to be caught. Yeah, and then you, your character like kneels down and is like, I will avenge you. You know, well, and then you the just thing. go back to like normal Pokemon. It's like it's you know, and I'm not saying Ghost of Tsushima's like little like mini events are like engaging. I think that's one of my big complaints about the game. Is like. I didn't really care about the foxes by the end or whatever, but at least it was something. And with Pokemon, it's like the only thing you can find is a potion or a, a group of Pokemon that are that are there. That you yeah. Can like. and, and I'm like, okay, that's everywhere else. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing I'll say too is, and maybe we can move on if you guys are okay with this, is that the the problem with the like not scaling is weird because many games do it. And I feel like there's two easy solutions that you can do. One is that if you really want to say that you can go any direction you want, smart scale it, right? So that it matches with Mm -hmm. your level or just put the fucking like level, like rough estimates on the the waypoint. Yeah. Yeah, Like on the waypoints, like, Oh, here's the, here's the like fairy gym and the, the Pokemon are roughly level. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like you're, 
like, because mm-hmm. uh, it's a waste of time. I don't yeah. gain anything by going there. I get not wanting to spell out everything, but if you're not going to make it worth my time to go over there and it takes so long to get through the whole process, you got to give me a heads up. Well, yeah. It's so like holding your fingers behind your back and being like, how many fingers am I holding? But it's like, I don't know. It's- anywhere from one to five you know it's just like it could be anything there's no way for me to tell but you want me to just sit here and guess like okay and it's not Mm. even just like oh it's like slightly above your level so it'll be a little bit more of a challenge it's it would be like oh i'm way over leveled and the next thing again like they're 20 levels up and it's either too easy or too hard like right there's very few times where you encounter someone you're like i feel appropriately leveled that's one thing that i'll I'll tack on here that you just reminded me of Mm. jack is the inverse of the problem that we've been talking about, which is, um, and I had this happen to me where I did uh, a bunch of gyms that I was about right for. I did like one or two that I was a little under level for, but I ended up gutting it out. Um, And then I got to the point where like, I could not progress to any of the gyms that I was on the the way for. So I went back. I also looked up a list of the preferred order, which you just failed. Your game sucks then. Eventually. (laughs) Um, Congratulations, you have failed. When going back, you have the other problem of like, great, now I have to do like three or four challenges where I'm 20 levels over leveled. And so now it's just a waste of time as I'm crunching these level five bug Pokemon. Yeah, just one hitting everything on my way. It's so boring. Also, I'd be remiss to say, since there's probably some noises that got picked up, guess the cat in the comments. Guess the cat. Guess the cat. Guess the cat. Lad cat of the day. Mm -hmm. It's Pepper. Yeah, you were Who's wrong. Who's that lad cat? Oh, yeah, it's Pikachu. You. Oh, oh, shit. We should have done it's that in the break. It's Let's 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 go to a break right now, and we'll and we'll come back and yeah. give our uh, final thoughts. Sure. Here. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Let's 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 just get this over with. <laughs> let's just final final. Let's put it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, final 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 ratings for the final Pokemon game <laughs> I will ever play. Mm-hmm. Let's start with uh, let's start with you, Lad Jack. Oh, this shit sucks. <laughs> I just hate it. I I really feel bad. I don't want to kick anybody, you know, while they're down. Like I know a lot of people who like this. Honestly, weirdly enough, um, I feel like when this game was like in its peak popularity, I saw a lot of drag queens that I follow on Twitter loving this game and i and i still support you all so mm-hmm. um you know i just have had a hard time with pokemon in general recently so again there's a lot of subjectivity going on however on the objective levels i just feel like it's so non-functioning like it really just feels crapped up you know and like pre- again not revelatory to say we've all been saying it like pretty lazy I really think it's like, I I guess it's just because of money, but I'm just really like, what is stopping you from taking a break and like doing some soul searching game break? Mm-hmm. Like figure this out. I mean, it, it they're not, you know, even if there are people who are enjoying it, like even in the little spiel that I found, it was like, you know, oh, it's like, you know, getting, it was like very mildly reviewed, you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Isn't the point to at least try to make something that lasts? I don't know. I guess maybe not, you know, because by the time the next one comes out, everyone will have forgotten. But yeah, I don't know. I I really don't have anything else to say. One out of five. Mm -hmm. Here's to better games in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Upon hearing everyone's points, I will not be changing my score. Um, And no one convinced you otherwise. No one convinced me otherwise. A one out of five, lazy, offensive. The context of what this company can do versus what they choose to do is is all you need to know here. Um, Any steps that they made were 
failures. Um, <laughs> like they didn't succeed. Love that pronunciation. <laughs> failures. Um, the you know, I, and I'm not gonna say it now because there, there are like things that I liked about this game. Um, but at this point, it's just things that a couple of things that they have changed in the last 10 years that I think are good that they have kept. But I just feel like at this point, like you don't get points for it anymore. Like that, that's, that's where it gets the one instead of zero. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing back regional Pokemon genius solution to the bloated decks, but everything else sucks. So a one out of five. Um, I, I still love what Pokemon has been for me in the past. I still love the old games. I will still play the old games. Game Freak, if you really want my $60 that badly, re-release all of the Game Boy games onto Switch. I will pay full dollar today yeah. to play Pokemon Emerald again. So you can still have my money. Um, the last thing- <laughs> But you will never have my integrity. <laughs> right. But you won't have it for new games going forward. Um, lastly, and this is going to be such a tough sell, but um, in five to ten years, when we've all calmed down on Pokemon, <laughs> I would like us to go back and play like black and white. Because mm. I think that this franchise at one point was really cool. Um, and I think we would all enjoy it a, a lot more than these newer ventures. Yeah, in, in 10 to 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even like... I mean, we haven't played Arceus, but like I have no interest. Even I mean, I'm not. No, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying I'm to play, but I'm saying like that feels like a better direction from what I've heard people say. Is like just some something like something different mm -hmm. to the like a full pivot from the formula. I'm not going to play it, but like if if you want to keep, <laughs> yeah. you know, I yeah. don't know. To I don't need to give them advice. Uh, a like certain gonna... god of war. Um, Game Freak can have me when it earns me. <laughs> you know, it, it's just yeah, like at, at this point, I'm just like you got you have so far to go. I'm not gonna just like meet it 75% of the way yeah. there anymore. And, you and know? did you give your, your rating again? Oh yes, in one, case it's not one, one, one out of five. Um yeah, I same same for me, one lad. Uh and you know, I, I feel like I went in. To this with an open heart i knew it would not be my favorite game but i did love these games when i was younger so i was prepared to just have a decent time like i was here's what i was thinking this is kind of what happened with sword shield is like i had a pretty good time for five hours and then like an okay time for the rest of it but mm -hmm. that's like whatever yeah uh i mostly had a bad time the entire time i was playing this and like i'm Pokemon games are just not for me, I guess, anymore. And that's totally fine. But I feel like if I were to play the original games up to like whatever, you know, whatever generation right now for the first time, I would enjoy them because mm -hmm. I don't mind that grinding thing. So it's not even like the concept of Pokemon that I like. And I will not just give them credit for doing something that people have been doing for, you know, 20, 30 years yeah. or whatever. They do not, they don't need that. They do not need your support. They don't need you to, to yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like still like defending them, like they don't need it. Like they could fold up shop today and Junichi Masuda would die a billionaire. Yeah. So it just feels like a very that New York Times op-ed where they're like, JK Rowling needs defending. And it's just like, what on earth are you talking about? Like, <laughs> who are you kidding? Yeah, like, it's, I mean, same thing. It's like with even- Not to compare Game Freak to JK Rowling. Yeah. Again, they're just a video, they're just a video game. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, just like with, you know, you know with, 
even like stuff, the same thing with like, you know, Marvel like stuff. And if I'm com- complaining about it, I'm like, I, I liked these at one point. I want these to be better for everyone, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I think it can, it's, it's not, it's just a lack of trying. Yeah. yeah. It's really, I feel this is like a broader thing in general, but I just feel like our society has come to this place where we're like extolling the idea of like not caring. And I really hate that. Yeah. Like, Oh, don't think too much about it. Like, don't, it's not that deep fam, you know, like that kind <laughs> thing and I just really as someone who is super opinionated and and very energetic about my own opinions and stuff it's like it's just very like hard for me to buy into that mentality and I feel like weirdly that is what people are expecting you to do with games like this is just to like close your brain off to it I don't want to do that right and I and I feel like you can shut your brain off to something and still have a good time the difference between like shutting your brain off where it's like you know you're watching something a little frivolous or something. And you're like, I'm not ready to like, I don't want to have like a mind blowing experience, you know, or whatever. And then there's a difference between being like that and being like, well, this is objectively bad. You know what it is? It's like, it doesn't take my brain being on to know that this is bad. It's like, you you know know what it is? It's like, they told me to shut my brain off to play this. And then I had to turn it on a little bit so I could understand what the fuck was going on. And it just made me mad. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry if you liked yeah. this game, but you know, like you know, maybe do some reflection yourself too. Yeah, yeah. get well soon. Chelsea's <laughs> 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 a disease. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game, and head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, RuneScape, and more. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! Fuck!